0: Tales of a place where the booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining. If you are bold enough to seek out such a place, head 13 miles down the Tuscan Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, (laughs) enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a U.A. production of Beer, Blues, and Bowl. Excuse me, excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family-friendly rating. You're going to corrupt the kids. B.S. A podcast that invites you to grab a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special edition of Beer, Blues, and B.S., the podcast that's more exciting than a commercial break chokehold. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? What's up?
1: Good. I am mildly excited for day one. Is this this day one? No, this isn't day one because we're not on day one. It's not officially day one. We're two days ahead of day one. So we're in the past, living in the present, but in the future now. Yeah. It's one of those shows. (laughs) You can tell how excited I am for this pay-per-view. Yes. Yes. interesting and crazy things will happen on this show this show not the pay-per-view trust me just keep watching thank you for joining us in this uh, edition of a uh, special edition of beer blues and bs join us on our website beer dot right here in the bottom of your screen beer dot i know i went the other way so beer blues bs.com check it out on a convenience of your uh, web browser and uh, see everything that we have available to you right now. Beerbluesbs.com. Thanks for joining us and make sure you smash that sub button, please keep the show going wherever you're listening or watching to this episode. Thanks. Let's get to WWE day one. This is the first half the predictions.
0: Kidder, I before we dive into the predictions, oh, I, I just okay. I have to admit, because yeah. you know, I asked you how you were doing, you're excited. Oh.
1: I'm sorry. Um, I completely well. bypassed that. I apologize.
0: No, uh, it's it's all right. It's fine. I just wanted to say I'm not that excited. Uh we've we've mentioned burnout. <laughs> yeah. It's it's it. day one.
1: What is it? It's a pay per view and it's on january 1st just so they can call it day one why why lessen yourself to
0: day one yeah so so kidder i, I don't i don't you know i don't want anybody to think man howard is just phoning in the excitement for this so um it's to at least it, it, at it, 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 it to at least appear uh more excited about this um How's this?
1: Whoa! (laughs) Them some bitchin' shades. You better say something so then the camera goes back on you.
0: Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Got some uh, crazy light shades. (laughs) We're raving over here.
1: Tell us how you really feel.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you have to know that I'm... crying, man. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, you know, I had to do something to at least appear someone interested in this show.
1: Oh, yeah. my gosh. That makes me want to go find my foam finger somewhere. It's not even related to wrestling, but just having a foam finger. Because so it's number one. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I have not had enough alcohol to do this show tonight.
0: Yeah, trying trying to bring the humor. Trying to bring the humor.
1: Budweiser to the rescue! Thank you, beer beer fridge. Thank you. You know this, I think, was one of the one of the best presents I've had in in at least the last month. So, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna open this. Okay, so so you got some bitching technology over there. You are are cruising in light speed ahead to day one, which, like I was saying, day one, why? Why the name day one? Yes, I get it's the first day of the year, but it's the first day of the rest of your life. It's the first day of... Not watching WWE anymore. It's the first day of another pay-per-view being on the air. You see where I'm going with this? New Year's revolution had such a larger impact. Such a greater like, man, I got to check this out. Oh, wait. They had storylines back then. Okay. Let's get
0: back name. But yeah, but
1: yeah, I, I mean, New Year's revolution. Like, oh, shit. The the new year's come around. 2022 is going to kick your ass if you're not here. Up day 1. <sighs> okay. Whatever. Let's get to the predictions especially with the blinking in your face, because I'm sure after another five minutes of that, you're either going to go into a seizure, a coma, or back in
0: time. So (laughs) I'm hoping we can get to something. It's it's, it's going to be option four, migraine. I can already feel my head going, this was a bad idea.
1: (laughs) Great. Oh, great. I am so not glad that we chose to do this. (laughs) i'm sure you're saying the same thing okay let's just start right at the top the premier match for this astounding pay-per-view fatal four-way match yes it became from or or was transitioned from a one-on-one match to a triple threat match to a fatal four-way match this is for the wwe championship biggie the current champion against seth rollins against kevin owens big ko and hey I'm bobby lashley and i'm mad i'm here to be here thank you for having me on your show howie how you feeling about that match
0: um yeah uh, I was trying to decide who I I think is gonna uh, then just decided you know what I just like Kevin Owens so hey okay, Kevin Owens I'm picking you don't let me down way to go the prize fighter KO that's a good pick
1: from you Howie I I uh, also like KO they as we have discussed before kind of reverting him back to the prize fighter like I eh, just want to do what I want to do. Kind of a stone cold aspect. Um, this match, I believe Big E will retain, even though there is some dissension in the back about his title reign. He's had one official defense as far as I can remember and as far as we're recording this. So even though it's a fatal four way, I will go with Big E. any thoughts on that
0: no i, I yeah, yeah that's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah
1: it's as interesting as this pay-per-view so yeah. on with the next one <laughs> the raw tag team championship rk bro, and the street profits truthfully i have no idea where this match came from unless I was sleeping through Raw that much that I have not seen the buildup for this. Your pick, Howie Blues.
0: Um, <laughs> um, right, right, right. I, I, I heard rumor. They might break up RK, bro. Maybe that happens here at the switch of the titles but I'm going to stick with RK
1: bro. All right. I will pick RK bro as well. Let me see if that one is uh, as I'm looking at the matches and another site with other matches trying to compare all of the matches to make sure we get all of the matches for the matchups because Why wouldn't it? Because we're doing this review show and prediction show. So, of course, we need everything. All right. Next on the list is the WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Your thoughts, Howie Blues.
0: You know, uh, I think the only reason that this... Match is really drawing money is because it's Lesnar. And I think that really they don't have any other great opponents for Reigns at the moment. So they're going to try to continue this regardless what happens. But uh, I think they're going to leave it on Reigns right now. I don't think they're going to take it off of him. At least not yet. And uh, you know what? I think this is going to be the DraftKings screwy finish of the night. You know, there's just too much with the Usos being on the pay-per-view, so they could mess with it. Paul Heyman could mess with it. So, yeah, this is my uh, candidate for screwy finish of the night.
1: You took the words, all of them, right out of my mouth. So that means both of us saying Roman Reigns retains, and there will be some screwy screwiness afoot. Continuing along, Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss. Again, the lead up to this, Drew McIntyre put his sword through the desk in front of Madcap Moss and (coughs) our friend uh, Happy Corbin. Baron Corbin. Apparently, that was uh, Vince's idea as well. The whole happy gimmick. So there's that. Um, The lead up to this, neither Madcap Moss nor uh, uh, Baron Corbin could pull the sword out of the desk. You know, it was like the Excalibur sword. I can't get this. I'm not the chosen one. And then Drew McIntyre comes out and <laughs> just like it's paper. It was such a waste of television time that it's not even funny. Um, For this one, Drew McIntyre. I will pick Drew McIntyre.
0: I also picked McIntyre because who's the other guy? Madcap Moss. He has suspenders,
1: a button-up shirt, and kind of looks like a bigger built Corbin.
0: I uh, who I I, I, McIntyre has name recognition. I don't know who the other guy is. It's going to be McIntyre on one website that I'm looking
1: at to compare the cards. The quote, I'm just going to read this real quick. I like Madcap Moss, but why is this on the card? This is a SmackDown match. It's not as though there's any way Moss had a shot of winning. Even if he caught a random pin after a distraction or interference, it'd be, it'd just be in the service of doing a McIntyre versus Corbin match anyway. Meaning that could have happened on SmackDown to set up the Corbin match. This isn't the type of thing that sustains itself through Royal Rumble with anyone caring. That's a good summary. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a very good
1: summary. So there, Drew McIntyre uh, uh, wins that one. Next one is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship of the World for SmackDown, the Usos, and the New Day. Now, just before I ask you your prediction here, Howard Blues, something to note is... Uh, Within the past two weeks, maybe three now, it all blends together because it's all basically the same thing. The New Day, the Usos, and was it uh, the Street Profits? Can't remember who the third team was. Anyway, irrelevant. They had a match on SmackDown. To find out who is the greatest tag team ever. Because, yes, it was the the uh, it might have even been RK bro to come to think of it, because it might have been the raw champion tag team champions and the Smackdown tag team champions and the new day. So who is the greatest tag team ever? The new day. Because they won without having either tag team lose the belts. I see that. So leading up to this, the Usos and the New Day. New Day have already set the record for the most tag team wins in WWE. Usos. I personally will guess that the Usos will retain because they're going to continue this garbage storyline of the family and the bloodline and whatever associated with Roman Reigns. So I think it's going to continue.
0: Howie Blues, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I I think the Usos are going to retain and continue. Yeah. I mean, this should be a good match. It just because these two teams have fought each other so many times in the past, and it's always been a good match. So, and Xavier like- Woods is the
1: current reigning defending king of the ring and is billed as King Woods or King Xavier. It depends on the production team. Yeah. So, there's that. All right. What do we have uh, next on the sheet here? The Raw Women's Championship. The man. the, The wrong man. Sorry about that. Becky Lynch. And Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan getting a huge push and... I am liking it. I think she's doing a great job. She has developed her character. And I partially think that it is repayment and the apology from Vince for screwing Ruby Riot slash Ruby Soho and uh, Sarah Logan and killing them off, getting rid of them and having Liv Morgan be her own thing and again not in a stable because we all know Vince doesn't like stables or tag teams. <sighs> so Liv Morgan doing a good job at redefining her character, becoming something that's interesting, moving along and now this will be her second championship match for the Raw Women's Championship. Will she win? No, because I think this pay-per-view is worthless. Howie Blues, your
0: thoughts. Yeah, I I don't see them having Lynch lose to Liv Morgan. Nah. They'll wait and have it be against Bel Air or a returning Bailey or a returning Ronda Rousey. It it won't be Lynn or Liv Morgan. So it's this is just a, a time the filler match technically for the championship. It's just there to be a defense and nothing more. Yeah, there's,
1: there's that whole thing again, filler. Yeah. The, the Bianca Belair thing, she doesn't need to be champion. She had her WrestleMania moment and has been feuding with Sasha Banks or whatever that whole thing is bailey has been in the the rumor mill of coming back soon and so do i think she'll show up at this no i would hope not because this pay-per-view is
0: kind of a throwaway pay-per-view just just my thought well and you, you have the rumble coming up in a couple of weeks you know if if you're bailey better to return at the rumble exactly
1: and um love the Royal rumble. I know it's your favorite pay-per-view and I'm looking forward to analyzing the Royal rumble, even though not there this year, the, the 20 well shit. It was 2020, wasn't it already <laughs> going back 2020 rumble that, that I was at, or was it 2019? I gotta go get the shirt. <laughs> it was a good experience and and i enjoyed it uh if you get a chance to go to the pay-per-views go to a one of the big four pay-per-views not a throwaway pay-per-view like this unless it's in your hometown and then go all right next match which i personally most excited for this match edge and the miz I use excited as a loose term because when you are comparing the rest of the card to this match, it seems the most interesting match to me. Just my personal thing. Now, this match uh, continuation with Miz and Edge and back and forth, they've had the this and that, whatever. Uh, there's probably going to be some stupidity happening with this, especially with what they've had recently with Eric Bischoff showing up and the vow renewal with Maurice. Excuse me. I wouldn't doubt that Beth Phoenix would be coming out with Maurice because Maurice has been out here recently Beth Phoenix is now uh, not on commentary for NXT. So does it become a mixed gender match? Like a tag match? Does it become a setup for the Royal Rumble? I'm going to guess that the Miz will win the match uh, in a DQ or some stupid finish where turns out that he gets hit or something by beth phoenix or some other thing the 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 miz will somehow win this match Mm. i would have thought you would have gone edge i i want to believe edge would win because i am way more of an edge fan than i will ever be of the miz see but the win-loss thing trying to get more points because we all know the points are, you know, made up and they certainly don't matter. So,
0: (laughs) well, I'm actually going with edge. Uh, and It's interesting, almost for like the opposite reason that you've given. Um, Truthfully, I think like the Miz would benefit more from, from beating edge, you know, because if you beat edge, that now puts him at a level where he should be considering competing for you know the championship because it wasn't that long ago that Edge was competing for the championship Mm. so it would do the Miz more good to beat Edge Um, but I think also that Edge has been on a bit of a losing streak and they want to give him an easy win uh, to rebuild Mm. some of his credibility <laughs> I like the hat
1: <laughs> the quotations there almost at yeah. hashtag but remember Miz was a wwe champion within the past
0: year albeit for like a week <laughs> it, yeah the other thing is I have heard rumors that beth phoenix is confirmed to not be appearing mm. so uh,
1: really
0: yeah mm. That was the rumor I saw. So, So which rumor (laughs) proves correct? We'll find out.
1: I love it. I love it. I cannot, I'm more excited to find out what happens just for the results for this show than the actual show itself. This is awesome. Awesome. Okay. Let's see. So, we have that. Uh, The question, too, it really shouldn't be a question, I guess, because I guarantee the fatal four-way match will be the main event for the night. But do you think if they don't go that route and do something stupid like have that match first in the pay-per-view that they would then end it with Edge versus Miz?
0: I think your, your main event is going to be Lesnar-Reigns, truthfully. Hmm. It's... I don't think either of those other matches are going to okay. be main event. Okay. I think you might see Ms. Edge as a lead off. That'd be a, a nice way to kick off the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Strong I, start.
0: I, yep. Yeah. I mean, it would be I, regardless on, on, um, on what you think of the edge Ms. match. I think that's going to be a good match. I, I think it'll be solid. So, I mean, it's not going to be a barn murder, but it'll be a solid match.
1: Gosh, won't be a schlobber either. Probably Uh,
0: might be, you never know. Could be.
1: We'll have to see on day one of 2022. And of course, if you're watching this and and struggling through it, just like we are, thank you for being with us and uh, watching now after day one has come and gone. Also, uh, just a final note. Apparently, the kickoff will feature Cesaro and Ricochet against Seamus and Ridge Holland. Howard is going, who the hell is Ridge Holland? Because I've never heard of this son of a bitch before. You are pretty much in the know. Uh, I watch the show and I fast forward through most of it. He's a character who's been aligned with Seamus, who's a Bar brawler and drinker and the same sort of personality that uh, Seamus has been billed as this one, just because I will go Cesaro and ricochet, even though I think Seamus and uh, <clears throat> that other guy will, will win.
0: I'll go with the other guys just to be different. The line.
1: Oh, go ahead. uh, Just
0: because WWE likes to screw Sheamus, or not Sheamus Mm -hmm. Cesaro.
1: Yeah, that's that's very true. I think both of them have been screwed enough (laughs) over over the time, but yes, they do like to dangle the carrot for Cesaro and then take it away as soon as same with Ricochet. So yeah, yes, yes. Uh, The quote on this website. Total filler. (laughs) I mean, that's why it's on the kickoff show, but at the same time, this could have been on the main show itself and had the same filler result. So anything else you want to add before we wrap up the prediction portion of this um, pay-per-view?
0: Nope. I'm good.
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) well, Let's uh, put a bow on this whole thing, wrap it up. We're going to get the gerbil going. We're going to take a break, and we will be back in mere moments with the results of WWE pay-per-view day one, January 1, 2022. Here we go. Beer, blues, and BS. Stay tuned. Hey, what's that gerbil doing?
0: And we're back. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. It's you know, shortly after day one has come to a close. And uh Kidder watched the show. I have not watched the show. I haven't even seen a spoiler, kidder. So wow. That's Well, I I've, I've been I've been busy uh for for the audience if you haven't picked up on it or or caught in the earlier segment. Uh my family was celebrating Christmas today, so I've been busy with family stuff all day. All day. Mhm
1: mhm. Good? Good. Glad you could have some fun good times. And your hacking is almost done compared to when we last spoke which was the other day but in the terms of this it it'll be t- like th- two weeks from now so <laughs> timey why me wibbly wobbly which speaking of that as a quick side note even though this isn't our regular show the doctor who day of the daleks episode aired this evening in the u.s featuring the final episode with jody Whittaker. And I haven't watched that yet, so no spoilers on that. But we're here to talk wrestling if we have to. (laughs) Well, I suppose I'll 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 talk wrestling. (laughs) Now, before we get into this whole shenanigans of day one, I wanted to make it known that I decided to take actual notes during this pay-per-view. It, it I just blew Howard's mind. He just he just did the <laughs> so uh, I, I did that for two reasons. Number one, to give us more accurate and exciting content for this, and number two, to stay awake. <laughs> so WWE day one, one one. 2022 would have been a great thing to start. I don't know. 21 years ago? So it'd be 1101. Never mind. Okay. The breaking news from this afternoon that I found out about 10 minutes before the show Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID. So he was not going to appear this evening at day one and giving us another reason for this show not to exist. So as a result of Reigns not being able to compete, Lesnar was added to the WWE championship match to make it a fatal five way match. So interesting because now instead of a fatal four-way match you know, there's five people duking it out. So, that's all in the, the beginning of the pre-show match. Now we're in the pre-show and uh, what better to than a, you know for a kickoff show match than Cesaro and Ricochet against Sheamus and Rich Holland. I mean, Cesaro should have been in the championship match, but that's a whole other discussion for a whole other show. Uh, This one had uh, some quick starts to it. Of course, they're building Cesaro and Sheamus now bitter enemies after being one of the greatest tag teams as Dabar. So I don't know where that's going to go, but it'll probably be something... On the road to WrestleMania, best of seven soon. as uh, best of seven, right? This month, this this month. <clears throat> so, first of all, I, I, and before I continue talking about the match, I want to make it known that this show, albeit with the day one branding and the crappy rap theme for the the, the show, that it just felt like an episode of Raw. And as another side note, Smackdown for New Year's Eve was a best of 2021 show, and it was on Fox Sports 1. It wasn't even on Fox, so I didn't get it recorded, and I did not go back and try and watch the highlights. All right. On with the match again, Cesaro and Ricochet doing some nice pairing back and forth. Cesaro and uh, Ricochet both have uh, amazing move sets so i enjoy watching both of them and then Rich Holland and and Sheamus being the brawlers that they are brawling moves brawling high flying good combination here but maybe a third to almost halfway through the match Cesaro and Ricochet do an awesome double team move as Rich Holland is laying on the ground. So Cesaro gets some steam off the ropes, and Cesaro grabs him, and he does a full three sixty in the air. So his feet come down. It's supposed to land about here, but one of Ces- uh, uh, Ricochet's feet end here. Yeah, it. uh, busted his nose and he turned over and and I I'm like he's spewing blood yeah his nose was gushing blood and so they quickly do a you know a, a two count kick out and ricochet I think was the legal man at the time goes to the corner to tag and at the same time of course Rich Holland goes to the corner to tag in Seamus on the mat. You can see a giant trail of blood over to the corner. And then it's just Seamus. And then they actually started mentioning it. Oh, yeah. We think something happened to Rich earlier in the match here. And uh, let's take a look. And they showed it in slow motion. And you can see Rich Holland's nose going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, the missus went
0: ah,
1: ah, ah, And I'm like,', oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> being the masochist that I am. uh, so as they continued the match, Seamus was still wrestling, and you don't even see any shots of Rich Holland off the the side talking to the trainers or anything like that, but they they made mention that he was getting assistance from the trainers and doing an eval, and yeah, it appears that uh rich. Rich Holland's nose has been broken and he's been taken to the back. And so Seamus will have to finish this match. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Seamus picks up the victory in this
0: one somehow. Um, I I will say just uh, hearing on this, uh, Kidder, I'm I'm a little Mm -hmm. disappointed that the commentator didn't go with the old. It looks like, oh my God, Rich Holland's nose is broken in half. Yeah.
1: that man's got a family yep and uh if i remember correctly it was pat mcafee and michael cole on the call at the time and even though there were some other gems which um i i can't remember if i made note of but there there were a couple gems from pat mcafee in in this show all right so Now we have completed that they confirmed (laughs) that uh, Rich Holland was seeking medical attention because his nose was about 20 degrees off center. And now time for the opening video. It was a boring video compilation voiced by one of the rappers used for that WWE used for the pay-per-view theme for day one. So that was a waste of three minutes. Not a cool video at all. Like they're really slacking on the opening videos from from how they used to be and choosing very, very bad music. So I give them a zero out of five on the open and their taste. Even the graphics are very, very boring. I mean, they're the exact same colors and a similar scheme to the main raw theme with the red and silver look. So you could have at least picked something New Year's-y. I mean, Howard, for God's sake, has the amber light behind him celebrating the golden year. He, he's motioning to it, but he didn't say anything, See. So
0: Sorry, I was, I was stifling a cough, so I was couldn't speak. So, mm.
1: But you were motioning. I saw you
0: motion. I, I was trying.
1: I, I was, it was I great. Was so Howard and our zero dollar budget can have better thematic lighting and graphical content than a multi-billion dollar company. So I'm just just throwing that <laughs>
0: out there. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, Kendra. I haven't looked at the day one logo a lot, but I remember in like one of the glances I saw that I was like, man, that just looks like the raw logo. Yeah. You know,
1: it, yep. Just skinny. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So not impressed. Zero. Zero, zero. creative points out of five. Uh, so we get done with the opening video. And, of course, the welcome to day one. It's the first day of another year. And what are we going to find out? And. They scheduled the first match to be the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. And who comes out first? The SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, because of their theme song, Down Since Day One-ish. <clears throat> I mean, I it has to be the reason why they came out first and why that match was scheduled first. It has yeah. to be. Uh, this one, uh, again... Usos, New Day, not a bad match. The, we, we, we've seen them wrestle, I, I don't know, 80 times. So it if you watch any of those, then you have seen this match as well. Not that any of them are bad or that this one was bad, but it was basically the same thing. Wrestling, wrestling their heart out, doing what they can, and the Usos retain.
0: Not a terrible match, just we've seen it before. Yeah, I mean, that... You know, and again, I didn't see it, um, but I I mean, I could picture a lot of what happened. I mean, these two tag teams, they do, they they have great matches when they compete against each other. It's just that because the tag team division has been so small and such, we've seen this match several times and Mm -hmm. it just doesn't have that, that same appeal you know, it's not like when, um, you have a, an AEW, I mean, we had the r- the return of the young bucks versus the Lucha brothers. And even though that match has happened several times before they took, I mean, I, I think it was like close to a year off where they didn't have that match, you know, until at, um, full gear, you know, it, they they let it breathe until it was like oh man yeah you know a year ago these guys had an amazing match I'm ready for it a, 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 you know a, another and it might be that you know that we've uh, it, I, it might have been a long time um, I'm sure maybe future Howard if he's bored we'll go back and look to see the last time we saw Usos versus New Day um, it was probably about a
1: month from my recollection but again future Howard will have the correct date because I'm just going off of my very shady memory from this because as a quick side note I typically fast forward through most of raw and smackdown so (laughs) it could have happened and I could have missed it
0: yeah and I'm thinking of just that pay-per-view just um ah just because Smacked SmackDown, it's a little harder to check. Sure, sure, that makes that makes
1: perfect sense, Howie. I I get it. Um, but even doing the comparison with AEW, like you were you were saying, um, they don't have the same matches for the tag teams. They 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 change them up, even if it's between the same factions. Like FTR has been. Uh, continually in, you know, a feud with uh, like the Lucha Brothers and uh, the uh, Jungle Saurus and Jungle Boy. Oh, Lucha Express. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a few of them, right? And even though you're seeing the same people wrestle, it's not just, here's two on two, and it's another one of the same match. It's these two or it's these two or it's a, th- a triples match or a five on five match i mean th- there's there's different ways of doing it and wwe in their infinite wisdom of not liking tag divisions or factions has essentially shot themselves in both feet in my opinion and here we are with like i said nothing to discredit their wrestling abilities because they wrestle great it's just we have seen,
0: excuse me, we have seen this a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things. If uh, I know Peter, you haven't watched a lot of new Japan and I haven't watched a lot of new Japan either, but I, I know a little bit about the structure of kind of their program and shows and there they do, they have big stables, right? You belong to a team, whether it's bullet club, whether it's chaos, you know, you belong to one of these teams. And the way that they build their card is the bottom of the card Is multi-man matches, you know, it's six-man tags, it's, you know, tag matches, it's it's that kind of getting a lot of people on and kind of reps, but in these kind of group ones. And then as you kind of go up the card, yes, you still have the tag team titles and those are important, but you kind of then build into your solo roster. But it's kind of like if I if I were a wrestler for New Japan, you'd start hey, okay, I start with this faction, and I'm going to start in these multi-man matches, and as I get better and build a name for myself, then I might get to move on to having singles matches and things. But because you have such a stable, yeah, they're able to switch them around quite a bit and change up the combination. I think AEW pulls a bit more from that than WWE. But yeah, I, I that it is part of the problem when we've seen this. Uh, you know, because I'm sure uh, probably right around um Survivor series when they were doing the you know Raw versus SmackDown champion versus champion I I wouldn't be surprised if there hadn't been a Uso's New Day conflict at that point in my mind so yeah. just back in November
1: right so there's that uh before we continue as we have now covered one official match on the pay-per-view two unofficial matches on the pay-per-view
0: what's on tap for you Howie oh well I mean it. it's nothing super special kidder I've had it on the show before uh, I, I'm just having a shiner candy pecans I'm officially off my antibiotics so I could drink and since we're talking wrestling I waited all day to have a drink um, that I guess tells you my you know I hopes for day one.
1: Yeah. Well, cheers to you and your taste of Texas. Let's reach into the old beer fridge here. <clears throat> Since this was a marginal pay-per-view, let's have not quite a marginal drink. I mean, this, uh, in theory, should be tasty. <laughs> uh, just because, you know, it's made, made to please. I will have... The Mike's Hard Lemonade uh, Seasonal Pick Blackberry pear. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't read the tidy text from the screen, but it is a premium malt beverage with natural flavors and certified colors. I don't know where you have to get certified, but that must be an interesting school. This contains five, count them, 5% alcohol. And just like the Smirnoffs, Mike's likes to screw you a little bit too, with only eleven point two full fluid ounces. So <clears throat> that's um, and yeah, let's see, it's made in the uh, Woodell, Arizona. So now that we have that out of the way, nice fruity taste. To get you smell the smell the pear there and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> ah. Lemonade, pear and blackberry, you know, not too bad for a fruity, lemonade beverage. (laughs) All right. So as we continue, I made a few notes again. Number one, no pay-per-view guy. What the hell, man? Where are you? You're at every show, but not this one. So even pay-per-view guy didn't think this pay-per-view would be worthy of of attending. I don't know if it was related to it being sold out in Atlanta, but it is what it is. No pay-per-view guy. The other uh, notable thing is now WWE is referring to in everything, including the spoken narration From the video packages, the commentary, and the graphics on the screen, whether they're lower thirds or the full screen graphics, all of the shows, pay-per-views, are now live premium events. That is the new terminology for all of the pay-per-views in WWE's terminology. They're live premium events. Which is like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic.
0: LPEs. That just doesn't even sound as good as pay-per-view. But.
1: And of course, they don't say LPE. They say the live premium event. Because I'm sure in Vince's infinite wisdom, saying the word premium and live and event that adds value to it, damn it.
0: No, nah, it just makes it easier to mock when it's bad. Mm-hmm. 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 Like um, the
1: Fight Club Underground.
0: Well, I no, I just mean like when you oh. got in, like like not every not every WWE pay per view event is a quality production. There mm-hmm. have been some bad ones. It's definitely like, not premium. <laughs> like uh, Beware of Dog. That was a pretty terrible
1: one. I don't know if you're familiar with that one, Kidder. I think I blocked that from my memory. It's not yeah, well, quite it, coming up.
0: It, it happened in the 90s, but it basically the big gimmick match was uh, a steel cage, right? With a bigger steel cage over it, and between the two steel cages, vicious attack dogs, so that if you got out, these dogs <laughs> would attack you. Oh, but But as you can imagine... I'm- they weren't really vicious attack dogs, so it was like a wrestling match surrounded by some supposedly mean dogs that were actually more cute and cuddly and uh, mm. like were more likely to lick your face than bite you if you got thrown out. It was terrible.
1: Wonderful. Was terrible.
0: But I wouldn't call that a premium event.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the Primo Beards, right?
0: Yeah. If you have to put premium on the label, you definitely are not premium.
1: That mm. reminds me. Does this say premium on it?
0: Yes, know, it does. I, it's I just, a premium malt I just, beverage. I, I just went to check mine. I'm like, wait, did I am I drinking a premium? I am not drinking a premium. See, Shiner knows how to do it.
1: <laughs> mine first First text at the bottom of the label. Premium.
0: <laughs> if, right. you have, if you have to say you're premium, you're not premium.
1: Oh. <clears throat> okay, so we've rearranged the deck chairs on the Titanic. We're now in the premium era of WWE. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> I just can't can't say it. Uh, they noted, uh, or somebody else noted, and, and I believe that it, it was the WWE Creative-ish, if you're familiar with that, noted that Atlanta is Xavier Woods hometown, which I did not know when we made the predictions to this. So I should have known that he wouldn't win. (laughs) So again, Usos retain. If I didn't mention that before we did the sidetrack there. All right. The next match, Madcap Moss and Drew McIntyre. Uh, Madcap Moss and Corbin came out first with the entrance. They announced the two of them, and there were some booze and otherwise indifference to them being there <laughs> until they picked up a microphone and made jokes because that's their new thing now of before the match, they come out and tell jokes. So Corbin and made a joke about Atlanta being full of fat people really holding the punches there. They also made a a goat joke because they're like, yeah, Drew McIntyre thinks he's the goat kind of like greatest of all time. But if we were in Scotland, the goat would be Drew's girlfriend. Ha 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 ha. And then another joke that I forgot.
0: Yeah. So, so they're saying Drew's girlfriend is the greatest of all time. No, like an actual goat. Well, I get that, but yeah, just the way that like you recited it, and maybe there was some difference in the uh, there there were
1: a few different words and okay delivery, yeah, but okay, it wasn't much better than how I just told it to you. I, well, yeah, I kind of figured
0: that, and so it's like, wait a second, did they just say that she's the greatest of all time? Was it was a, a premium
1: promo, a premium promo. Got that
0: from out of uh, a premium joke book. Yes. <clears throat> so
1: then McIntyre interrupts music, you know, plays. <laughs> oh. S-
0: sorry, not, not to continually <laughs> interrupt you, because I know you're, you're trying to, like, <laughs> no. some journalistic integrity, but I couldn't help but think that, you know what? The next thing we need to put on the merch store, the premium T-shirt.
1: The premium t shirt, yeah, and and relabel everything that it's the premium podcast.
0: No, no, just just uh, just oh. a shirt that says premium t shirt, you know, just keep it simple. But that would be great, but then I would
1: have to, or, or we would have to make multiple designs because it's like a premium t shirt, premium sweatshirt, premium hoodie.
0: I well, I think you just make premium t-shirt and it's just on a t-shirt, you know.
1: Okay, okay. So if, if certain people like Lane who want a hoodie,
0: he'd have to settle for a premium t-shirt or one of our other fine hoodie selections. Or if he really wanted it, he could probably ask and we could probably make a special premium hoodie and uh, put that up there just for lane Hmm. because we care about lane
1: that's true it's true
0: you know what would we do without lane
1: it would cut
0: back on our content a lot that's for sure you know yes yes and you know what being that this is a wrestling podcast we know he's not going to listen to it never going going to see or hear
1: this this. (laughs) (laughs) but for those of you watching or listening if you'd like to check out our merch whether it's premium or not you can visit beerbluesbs.com again beerbluesbs.com click the merch tab right at the top or in your menu and uh check out the apparel and other items that are for sale with the numerous quality designs so drew comes out <clears throat> and is now known in one of his 30 Uh, nicknames I guess you could say as the Smackdown Warrior he's no longer the I I mean for more of the I I don't know if they really canceled it or not but he was the Scottish psychopath the Scottish Warrior and now the uh, the Warrior and now the Smackdown Warrior but they also added in the Scottish Warrior in there too so I don't really know what they're doing um there were a couple good spots from McIntyre this match I almost fell asleep in three different times McIntyre does not slice them in half has a new sword sheath on one of the turnbuckles he picks up the win yeah okay any thoughts on on that premium match?
0: Um, I think that was probably the biggest gimme on the card. Uh, I, I don't think anyone thought that that was going to be screwy or any like that. Yeah. Whatsoever. So, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: All right. Next up, a promo from KO. He's mad about another addition to the match and goes over how it was supposed to be his one-on-one match. And then Seth Rollins weaseled his way in and then Lesnar pushed his way in. Or I I shouldn't say Lesnar. We're not to that point. Lashley pushed his way in and then Lesnar was Lesnar and got his way in there. And so he was mad. And then he had to go talk to Seth Rollins about planning for the match. Then the next tag team match, we have the Street Profits and RK bro. All right, so Street Profits come up first, do their uh, normal entrance and got the smoke. All of that RK bro come out and Riddle has a, a new shirt. It says, hey, Randy. I laughed at the shirt. So maybe maybe we need to have one of those shirts on our store that says hey howard. I don't know. Maybe it'll sell like hotcakes, especially those for to like who like calling out people named Howard. I don't know. Uh, they they were accompanied by Migos, which is the name of the rap group who mm-hmm. created the theme for the pay-per-view oh damn it i'm sorry the uh lpe live premium event Um, cool point about this match randy did a double ddt vintage off the ropes with both the street profits uh interesting also that the three members of migos were sitting in a Velvet roped off area next to the commentator table and had the chairs on the backs of them about right here, had a piece of paper taped to each of them that said Migos, so I'm sure sure that it's very uncomfortable when you were sitting like this, it's probably scratching their neck or something um, other than that, right uh, at the end of the match. There is a massive double team RKO. Randy came flying from the top turnbuckle out of nowhere after Riddle set up. Uh, I don't remember which of the straight profits, but uh, they get the one, two, three. The members of Migos come in the room and they all cheer and do. They also, before the match, did the RKO Randy pose. And then after the match, they came in, did it again. And then a bunch of respect handshakes after the match. So that was a nice touch between the Street Profits and RK Bro. But again, RK Bro picking up the win and retaining the Raw Tag Team Championships. Okay, so we
0: cut to the back.
1: Do you have any comments on that as well?
0: I just... Keep again, rolling. i I think that is uh, pretty much what everybody thought was gonna happen. So yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So there's that. Okay, so now we cut to the back, and we end up seeing Drew McIntyre walking through the back. Looking for the locker room. I don't understand why he would be looking for the locker room and being lost, because I'm pretty sure he would have been in the locker room before his match to change unless he found a random phone booth or bathroom. Just odd to me. So uh, one of the people who does the backstage interviews pops up because Why not? And goes, Drew. And of course, he's like, have you seen the locker room? And I'm like, "Ah, this is terrible, terrible writing. Uh, Corbin comes running out of nowhere and attacks McIntyre. They scuffle back and forth. And of course, it's by the interview area with the uh, LED screen and uh, the supply of various things. McIntyre gets uh, uh, beat up a couple times there. He's on the ground. Corbin grabs a chair and puts McIntyre's head inside the folding chair. Corbin grabs a piece of scaffolding and smashes it on top of the chair, taking out McIntyre and killing the chair. So. Uh, unknown what will happen with McIntyre, if he'll come out with a neck brace on uh, Monday or if he'll be off for a week or two and then come back and kill Corbin or what will happen there. Next was a Bianca Belair package. The interesting thing about this show is they did a lot of featurettes on the superstars. And this was like a full feature on uh, this one being Bianca Belair of I grew up here and I did this and I did this and then I came here and I wrestled and I was a champion and a whole bunch of footage from along the way and pictures and this and that self-contained. Then we're backstage. Once again, they run into Brock Lesnar. Hey, Brock, what are your thoughts on (laughs) grabs the mic? Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants to do because of his advocate, Paul Heyman. Brock Lesnar is going to go out and beat the four other people in the match and become the WWE champion. Of course, mentioning Paul Heyman by name and the fact that uh, or saying that Paul was still the advocate for Brock Lesnar, but no Paul Heyman scene in the uh, entire show. Any thoughts on uh, on any of that so far? There, Howie Blues. No, nope. no no real thoughts on that. So, with that, I want to say that we're almost halfway through this damn thing. <clears throat> Woo. So. The Lesnar promo goes to black and a DraftKings, I shit you not, a DraftKings promo is on $10,000, win this, DraftKings, get to DraftKings, la, 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 and then awesome. Yes, the Miz comes out to the ring, and I start laughing because of the first half of this episode. So Ms and Maurice come down to the ring, they enter the ring, show off to three of the four sides of the ring, and they schmooze and whatnot. Uh, Maurice carried a clutch to the ring. I thought it would be important, but it did not. So they're standing around, and of course, music comes down as it always does, and pauses for a second of silence before starting the next theme. The brood music plays. The lights go down. The fire comes shooting out of the ramps. The fire comes shooting out of the set. The fire comes shooting out of the ass of everybody. There it is. Edge rises from the floor. Has the sunglasses. Comes out. It looks like he's going to suck the blood out of somebody. The lights come up. And then Metalingus starts playing. He's fired up. Ah! He's going nuts. Edge is... He's just raging, man. So... They start the match going at each other real quick, back and forth, Uh, real decent start to the match. About halfway through, looked like it was going to be uh, almost done. But of course, as we determined in the DraftKings screwy match or screwy finish of the night, that there would be some kind of shenanigans. This would be the point when those shenanigans came into effect. When Edge is... Putting the Miz into a submission and Edge's legs are close to the edge of the ring. Maurice comes over and grabs on and tries to pull on him. But alas, the ref somewhat sees, but not really in true WWE ref fashion. Even though the crowd in the front row, there are two people yelling at the ref. She just grabbed his leg, (laughs) doing the whole point and everything. So then she does the whole, I didn't touch him and and all of that. So nothing monumental, but I don't know. Five minutes later, there's a close three count after Miz hits the skull crushing finale on edge, and it looks like it's all over. So they're standing there because again, a two count after the skull crushing finale. Maurice is arguing with the ref and just screaming. So she and the ref are like this, looking this way. Miz is now looking back at the entrance and he looks frightened. He looks terrified. And he starts doing the 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 pointing as uh he's you know super scared. And then you see Maurice and the ref turn and the camera switches, and it's Beth Phoenix standing at the top of the ramp, looking like an angry biker with her hair all tied up together and different things and wearing kind of a Canadian tuxedo of the sort. So she comes running down as her music then starts playing. The Miz yells at Beth, starts screaming at her and then she points back at him and Hey, look that way. He turns around edge giant spear. That's all folks. One, two, three edge comes up victorious in this match, not quite a screwy finish, but there were some screwy moments within the match edge and Beth stand victorious in the ring. Well, Miz and Maurice end up walking back up the ramp next up on the show an NXT New Year's hell promo, followed by a 2021 Royal Rumble promo, which happens in just 28 days from today. Then we go backstage once again because there's not a whole lot else to do on this show, I guess. And mind you, this is only a three hour pay-per-view. Not the four-hour super extravaganza that they usually have been doing. So Bobby Lashley, and MVP, doing an interview. They're asking Bobby Lashley questions. MVP takes the mic, says that uh, all the other opponents are trembling with fear from Les Lesnar, but not from Lashley. Or, or Lashley isn't isn't scared at all, of Lesnar, right? So he says that uh, Lashley's Going to beat them all and regain his WWE championship. Then Lashley grabs the mic and says that Lesnar's just another obstacle and he'll take him out. Or he'll tap him out. He specifically was going to try and tap out Lesnar. And then they walk away. The next was another commercial slash promo for the Tonight WWE WrestleMania. And again, two nights, not a pay-per-view. It is a live premium event. Then immediately followed by another DraftKings commercial. So I thought it was interesting that the screwy finish match that we picked was bookended essentially by DraftKings commercials. Next up, the Raw Women's Championship. Of course, uh, only a couple more matches left on the show. this was a, a pretty good one. They did uh, the video montage promo before the uh, match. so is the you know traditional pre-match promo had some good uh, energy to it showing the fight between the two of them and of course showcased some of the cheesy stuff that happened on Raw that you could clearly see didn't hurt at all but they slow mode it and put the effects to it and whatnot and then you could even see it worse because it was in slower motion so again i give them on this one a one out of five for their production value for that section uh Liv morgan comes out and they talk about live being energetic and hopefully done her homework and this and that from the last time they faced each other, and away we go. Becky comes out, and this, very interesting, especially with the goat talk earlier. Becky has a new jacket. On the back, it has goat skin slash wool, I guess, goat wool, with the word goat in it. I'm assuming there were periods between the letters, so it would be G-O-A-T, but you couldn't really see that. And on the shoulders, each shoulder held a stuffed toy goat, a plush goat affixed to the jacket. Yeah. All right. Uh, This one was a fast-paced match. It had a bunch of big spots in it, a couple... Uh, things again callbacks to their match from raw where it was uh, the other championship match uh, including where it looked like it didn't hurt but they played it off as it hurt the whole arm between the steps and the ring post thing uh, going through it live makes an error Becky gets uh, uh, the uh, energy off of that and reverses it ends up rolling up live and uh, as part of the three count, she partially uses the ropes to keep the cover and retain the raw women's championship. It wasn't as blatant as the rope grab from the raw episode championship match, but uh, you could see that I think it was supposed to be closer to the ropes for the three count and Becky was supposed to put her legs on the rope but it wasn't close enough where she could actually fully put her legs on the mat uh ring so there's that this match i would say would be um pretty decent if you're interested in actually watching uh this match huh. mhm
0: that's uh interesting to hear because uh, it's not a match then, I interestingly a- enough oh I was just saying, I I don't know that if you would have said, well, back when you did predictions, it was not a match that I was like, woo, you know, over. So interesting to hear that you say that it's worth watching. So,
1: yeah, it was good for a a WWE women's match. Now comparing it to the New Year's Bash Rampage women's tag street fight match that happened on Friday, yesterday. (laughs) What night is it? What year is it? Uh, that one was a hell of a street fight where two of the four were busted open and the bunny was bleeding incessantly. They put people through the tables. They brought out the thumbtacks. I think they busted two tables. I mean, they had barbed wire and everything. I mean, the bunny. You couldn't even really see her face. It was almost uh, as as uh, gruesome looking as the old Austin footage when his face got busted open way back in uh, the late 90s when he was put in a sharpshooter. So when you compare the two of them, that had aggressive energy. This uh, Liv Morgan-Becky Lynch match had WWE energy. So... We'll go with that. And then, interestingly enough, ends with a shot of Becky Lynch uh, holding the title and Liv Morgan, you know, pissed off before they cut to uh, Becky Lynch. And then we're backstage and we see Seth Rollins. He's doing an interview on how none of his opponents are Seth Rollins. Outstanding observation, Seth. I am glad that you know that none of your opponents are you, unless you're fighting a mirror. So he says he's going to go out. He's going to stomp heads and win. It's also notable that every mention and every graphical asset starting in this show now lists him as Seth freaking Rollins. It specifically says that now in everything. It's just unnecessary. It's, it's not like he's the man, the myth, the legend the mark Kidder. so that was interesting they do that whatever he leaves then a video promo johnny knoxville shows up with a video that he either posted on instagram because it had the instagram account name for johnny knoxville or it was recorded in a uh, uh, high def you know phone footage and sent into wwe and they just put it as if it were an Instagram video. Johnny Knoxville talks about the upcoming release of the new Jackass movie in February and then says, I'm wearing this championship shirt because Johnny Knoxville is the champion. I'm going to beat everybody else. I am entering the Royal Rumble. And I go, Oh no, (laughs) the difference between him and regular celebrities, I guess, is that, he does stupid shit all the time, and so he might actually be able to do something decent within the ring, take some bumps, do some crazy spots versus other celebrities that are like, ah, it's Kane, ah, or something. So he officially entered the Royal Rumble. Then we have a the Fatal Five Way, your WWE. Live premium event day one main event promo talks about all the entrance shows them all and their lead up to this match that really was I don't know built on and built on thrown together to really make it a higher probability that big E would not be the champion. So the. Entrance go as follows. First, Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. Sorry, lower third actually said it. Then Kevin Owens comes out. And of course, the two of them get in the ring and they're doing the the talking and planning as the match gets ready to start. Lashley comes out and then number four, Big E. And I'm like, oh, man, here we go biggie comes out he runs up to each of them shoves the title in in each of their faces and says i'm the i'm the champion and you know rip it out of my hands and i'm gonna beat all of you and then lesnar comes out huge pop for lesnar i might add so the match rules no count out no disqualification fatal five way so match starts poof action there we go lashley spears lesnar through the barricade by the timekeepers area by god he's a timekeeper holy crap big e eventually slams lashley through the announce desk busts that apart owens and rollins had teamed up for most of this match doing some pretty cool spots in fact they had uh uh, Lashley in the center of the ring, they, you know, had beat him up enough. And so he's laying there first KO does the splash off the turnbuckle. Leslie gets the or Leslie Le, uh, Lashley Leslie Lesnar Lashley as <laughs> we, we, uh, an ODQ, so we just make up people as we go. I mean, <laughs> whatever we're just like wwe they're making this shit up as they go so <laughs> and they change people's names whenever they want to so i wouldn't doubt that L- lashley's name changed to leslie in the middle of the freaking match and then went back by the time the thing was over so again ko does the splash lashley gets his knees up for the counter on that, but as he lets his legs down, Rollins comes off the other turnbuckle and blasts him with a huge splash. Biggie goes for the big ending there on. Uh, let's see. It would have been uh, Lashley. He got it on Lashley, and then Lesnar comes flying into the ring. Biggie tries to get the big ending on Lesnar. Lesnar counters, spins around, hits him with an F5. Boom. Lesnar with the pin. One, two, three, your new WWE champion. Brock. Les- <coughs> also notable in our predictions. We didn't uh, do this because half the time we forget and it is what it is. The suplex predictions, that sort of thing. Lesnar suplexed Rollins three times and suplexed KO three times. So that is six on the suplex count for suplex city. Lesnar also hit four total F5s across the match. So there is the official match. It ends with Lesnar smiling and showing that the new year has started and he is now the new wwe world heavyweight champion of the world shows the copyright and then there was a charlotte promo kind of out of place i don't know if they forgot about it and then we, we should play this i don't know but charlotte promo aired and then It went into the new episode of WWE, Ruthless Aggression, highlighting the Attitude Era of WWE. Uh, The other piece of observation, I guess, from tonight is that most of the main superstars have received uh, or took part in a new video shoot on a large set. That has each of their names and the lights and different things. So they all have new similar footage that shows their name and big letters behind them and the lights and everything for all of these new promos that they're doing. So there officially ends WWE Day one, 2022. May God help us and kill this godforsaken promo uh, and damn stupid name for a pay-per-view at least bring back New Year's Revolution. Because that at least is a nice pun on words and has more attitude and had a way better logo. <laughs> Your thoughts, Howard Blues?
0: Uh, You know, it sounds like, yeah, it was kind of an okay pay-per-view um, main event might be good to check out if I ever feel the need and have some time to kill um, such. But Otherwise, I don't know kidder, that I'm going to go out of my way to uh, you know, watch this one. I might just let this one go by.
1: Yeah. The main event would be one to watch uh, because there was a lot of action almost the entire time there is minimal where a uh, time where people were laying around you know cuz they've been blasted and they're dead for a minute or five so there is minimal break in that match so i will give them the props for making that match happen quickly and having a lot of spots in it so yeah. There there is that. hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Kidder, looking back here at our predictions. <clears throat> hmm. uh The score for tonight in third place with three out of seven. Correct would be Mrs. Kidder. Hmm. So not a good night for the Mrs. Uh, hmm. She finally takes a loss in the prediction game. Uh, <laughs> She'll love In that. second place uh, <laughs> tonight with four out of seven would be you, Kidder. Yeah. So not, not too bad, you know, not too bad. Averaging a little Taking over 50%. 50%. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> in first place with six out of seven correct would be me. So oh. as a guy who hasn't paid attention to any of this, I predicted most of it. The only one I missed was the main event. And that was because I didn't go in and change my prediction once weird that Lesnar was in it.
1: And yeah. I, I stuck with Big E on that one as well, because number one, we've recorded this yesterday, uh, two days ago, but then uh, number two, it would mean more work. So <laughs> I just stuck it, with Big E.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's hard to, it is it is hard to say. I mean, should Lesnar win it? Yeah. With that group of guys, yeah, he's definitely the biggest star in the group. Um, However, you never know. They tend to have their plans pretty well set. Mm -hmm. So, I could see them coming up with some screwy way of getting Lesnar out of the match and having somebody else take the pin. So then it's like, well, we didn't pin Lesnar. We, you know... Interesting what they're
1: going to do now with him and veering it away from the Roman Reigns.
0: Well, I was going to say that's my other reason why I could see him not putting the title on Lesnar because they have this unfinished program with Roman Reigns, you know, so so I mean with all that said, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not surprised Lesnar won it, but that was kind of why I didn't change mine was it was more of a, you know, I could see, hey, we just inserted him as a make good because we sold all these tickets based on Lesnar Yep, being there. And that
1: was the other reason, too, uh, that I thought it would continue. I know that there's been a lot of talk with Biggie uh, in the uh, how do you put this? thought from the upper management that he's not drawing as much for the uh, championship as other people would, even though I think Big E is and has been and and was a quality champion. I think uh, the the higher ups didn't get his title run or something stupid like that. Well, I don't know. Look at it this way. Who did they really put Big E up against? You Mm -hmm. know? He had one championship defense, and that would have been at, um, what was the last pay-per-view that we uh, we did?
0: Survivor Series.
1: Yeah. The last pay-per-view. May they rest in peace.
0: Yeah. And, and even then, Survivor Series, it was champion v. champion. It wasn't even a yeah. title match. So he he had a match against Roman Reigns, which he knew he wasn't going to win. Uh, but but look, uh, championships become amazing based off of two things. It's not just who the champion is, but who are the opponents putting it up you know mm-hmm. against. I can put you know uh, you know you could take Roman reigns, right he's doing amazing work, but Roman reigns like his championship got sold due to like the awesome set of matches he had against Kevin Owens the match against Lesnar at Crown Jewel, uh, the match against the Demon King, he has had some quality opponents and done some great matches. And that helps build the title and build the prestige of that championship. Big E hasn't fought anybody with that prestige. So, of course, he's not going to draw because he doesn't feel like a big champion because he hasn't beat anybody. You know, that... That's how it goes. You know, Austin would not be as considered as great of a champion as he was if he didn't have great talent to go against. You know. Mm -hmm. There that's the way it kind of works. That's why you can see things like the, the United States title or the intercontinental title just falter and not have anything happen because they're not putting quality opponents against that title so Mm -hmm. it it, it's all kind of who it goes so was he drawing money probably not but was it based on him or was it based on hey here's how you booked his championship run and that that would be the thing that i would say you have to look at you know is he's extremely popular people like him he's got a big fan poll you know there, there's no reason that he couldn't be successful except that you don't you, book him <laughs> right you didn't put him up against anybody you know you put Big yeah. E up you know in a defense against somebody like Edge or Randy Orton that would help build his prestige and would build you know that and so that that's I think part of it you know yeah
1: absolutely i i definitely agree before we uh, wrap this whole thing up just uh, a couple things as we go back through the timeline of the show for this evening as a, a quicker recap of other random things associated with this show one thought is this a work or is it The actual planning of WWE with the Roman Reigns testing positive for COVID. I mean, it's a quick way to get Lesnar out of that and into something else. So that's interesting. New Day versus Usos for the first time ever this year. Uh, As as I mentioned earlier, the... uh, shows now be being called the live premium events you know mentioned the titanic and (coughs) rearranging the um, you know chairs because it makes makes sense uh with the sayings from pat mcafee the uh, let's see would have been the usos match paying uh, some homage to like umaga and some of the other wrestlers who did the you know rear view or Not quite the stink face like Rikishi, but where you run for the one turnbuckle and you run back and you turn around and and you smash your opponent. Pat McAfee yelled ass to face. And uh, maybe that sounds like something you'd only get on Peacock TV premium subscription because it's premium. Uh, He also said uh, the alley use. Instead of like the alley-oop, like alley-use. Just, just bizarre. Uh, the uh, Usos New Day match also re- went on for quite some time. And uh, the thought is, well, we're short, so let's just let them wrestle the entire uh, pay-per-view. Usos also used the 3D against the New Day And Pat McAfee called it out, you know, as the 3D, and they just changed it to the 1D. So, wonder how Bubba Ray and how how he's going to take that, but we'll see. Let's see. Uh, The the one comment of having the Migos on the show, because they're dumb enough to release Hit Row. Uh, Madcap Moss, the hottest wrestling act of 1987. Uh, at, at this point, Drew McIntyre could stab Moss and Happy Corbin, and no jury in the world would convict him. <laughs> uh, does Madcap Moss use to, or what does he use to hold up his pants? during the uh, rest rest of the wrestling match because the suspenders came off and were flapping around all over the place. So that's a good question. You must have a good seamstress. Uh, Let's see. If uh, you gave Madcap Moss a GPS, he'd still be lost in the match. Uh, Some other uh, interesting things is... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the Migos is the hottest group in the world that's willing to return WWE's calls Ace of Base was unavailable
0: <laughs>
1: in another world the uh, segment uh, where the inter- interview took place with RK bro like I mentioned <laughs> in another universe it would have ended with Randy Orton RKOing everyone in that ring <laughs> It's true. It's true. As we continue along through the show, WWE, we're taking COVID seriously. Also WWE. 30 men in the ring potentially at one time. Makes perfect sense. Let's see. (laughs) Halfway through, we just realized that it isn't Monday Night Raw. Very, very true. Uh, as I mentioned, Beth Phoenix showing up and the surprise and shock to everybody, but not really shock or her coming down to the ring until her music started to play. So she you know, was there, but really wasn't until she heard her music. Uh, let's see. Worst part about the change for Brock Lesnar is he now needs to learn four names instead of one. The really really going after people here <laughs> uh, not to go out on a limb, but this is the best women's match of 2022. No, no nothing from that in the peanut gallery.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I kidder was looking for something else to, uh, to oh. show you. Um, I gotcha. Yeah. You nice see, to know they learned had- their
1: lesson from Tony storm. So, oh. <laughs>
0: I uh, yeah no I had uh, watched a video um, earlier um, this weekend mm-hmm. while I was doing all my prepping for the cooking and it was uh, it was a guy he was um, talking about uh, he was talking about comic book controversies so mm-hmm. yeah uh, but one that he was talking about was artist uh, Greg Land who went from being kind of just a actually a fairly decent artist to just. Relying heavily on reference art and kind of tracing and creating his stuff off of that. And uh, so when you were talking the RK uh, bro match, I couldn't help but think of that video and just I had to share this uh, this cover with you. This is from World War Hulk damage control. And uh, <laughs> if you take a look at this carrier, this is Hercules right here. You might recognize that pose that he's in.
1: Uh, that's definitely, definitely RKO uh, ready. <laughs> hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it just, I just remembered it. I'm like, oh, I should go find this. So yes, it's uh, the, for the low price workers. of twelve
1: ninety nine. You can have that for yourself.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it is a uh, yeah. It is the Marvel comic book character Hercules uh, doing Randy Orton's classic uh, turn buckle with all
1: those people around him. I'm sure he hears voices in his head, too. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they talk to him or counsel him. Just just wondering some of the other thoughts is that there's a little bit more padding around the ring uh, just like on the broadcast Adding that extra padding. And then, um, of course, uh, as I mentioned, Lesnar coming out after the champion. The quote, I'm not coming out last. (laughs) And uh, let's see. You're welcome, USA. Brock Lesnar, new WWE champion. The uh, clear thought of WrestleMania. WrestleMania will be headlined by Brock Lesnar and Veer Mahan, who we haven't seen anything from. And strangest part is that the whole thing was booked the entire time. I doubt it, of course, but that's how it goes. That is WWE Day 1 in way more depth and way more time than you probably ever wanted. So thank you for joining us. <laughs>
0: any closing thoughts Howie blues uh just kind of glad that i maybe missed this one um had a lovely lovely day and um time with my my family and uh yeah I'm, i'm okay that i've missed this one
1: on to the next one which is your favorite the royal rumble are you excited
0: I am excited. I I love the Royal Rumble. Uh just that match. Just the concept of that match. I enjoy it. It 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 is to me the best thing WWE's got going for it. So I'm excited for that one.
1: Do you do you still prefer the thirty men rumble or more? Forty, fifty?
0: You know 20? I I've uh I, 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 hey, listen, I always like getting a lot of people into that match. Um, you know, so I, I've enjoyed the 40 man version and the 50 man version. I don't think they have the roster for that anymore. Mm,
1: yeah. It, I, I almost think it would be better <laughs> that way because then you have everyone competing in the Rumble and then you don't have the, wasted hours of content i'm dedicating myself to beating everyone else i do declare i will enter the royal rumble because we all know the main people are going to be in the rumble as best you can unless you have another match scheduled or you're probably a top tier champion already you know like you're not going to be in in the royal rumble so That's my two cents on it, uh, I suppose. I like the 40 man rumble, 40 man or woman rumble. Uh, Having the two rumbles as well seems a little bit long for my taste. But if you can do 30 woman rumble and have enough of the uh, legends or semi-legends or previous uh, people who just haven't been seen for a while, absolutely. Absolutely it's an opportunity to see the people you haven't seen in quite some time. So I like the larger versions of the rumble as well, but I believe it's only 30 again this year and we'll have to go with that.
0: Yeah. So, well, kidder, I I think we have said all we can say about day one. We've
1: been talking for quite a while. It seems. Yeah.
0: Well, and then like, mad 36 minutes. Uh, we'll be on to day two. So we better wrap this up.
1: That's very true. I will try and not do as many cheap plugs on this because, you know, we don't want to waste all the time and end up on day two when we're doing day one. That would be bad. I'm sure the space time continuing would probably envelop on itself. And we, I don't know, end up back in like 1920. So make sure you visit our website, beerbluesbs.com. beer blues, beer. BluesBS.com. That's our place in cyberspace. You can get our merch on there and find all of our shows. So please visit beerbluesbs.com. The handy dandy link is right here on the screen in the video version and in the show notes of the audio version. So please join us there. And one quick please and thank you. We plead for you to visit our Facebook page and click the thumbs up, follow or like or both. The biggest and coolest Facebook page ever. An asterisk underneath may not be the biggest or the best group on Facebook, just for liability purposes. But please join us there at Facebook.com slash BeerBluesBS. That link is also on our website, beerbluesbs.com. So please like us on Facebook and follow the show there and send us some feedback. Show notes in the bottom, make a comment or join us on Facebook and comment there too. We would love for you to do that. So for Howard Blues, my tag team partner on this here program, I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thank you for joining us for another edition, this special edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. We'll see you again down the Dusty Tuscan Highway. Make sure your glass is at least half full and free beer tomorrow. We'll see you again next time on The Big Show. Have a good one.
0: You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and B.S. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. Presents a glimpse behind the curtain. Lusas are the current champs, right? Yes. Damn. I kind of wish they weren't. Because <laughs> then they could win it. Uh huh. And then they could be the champs since day one ish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh,
1: yeah. I haven't started drinking. So I'm, I was, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There you go. Uh now I feel bad I wasted that joke here instead of uh putting it well you know what we have it here I'll uh, buy it
1: <laughs> We on, have it here on the here. special.
0: <laughs>